the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 is our number. Or better yet, there are so many folks here. Come on out and be a part of all the uh, the great gardening experience, all the Halloween fun. The pumpkin patch is looking great. Uh, I haven't been spying it. Let's see. Yeah, well, uh, I think they have one. The little ones, the little pumpkins are the, the most popular thing on the planet. <laughs> yeah, as I was walking in, there was a guy pulling a, a wagon Yeah, with a, a youngster. Oh, there were two pumpkins going on. A young boy sitting in the front. Uh, yeah. When I walked up, it looked like he was had two big pumpkins behind him. Yeah. And he was in the front of the wagon. And his dad was pulling it. And can you see? Is that that's not them, is it? Can I see the little pumpkins in the front? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that, what happened to the kid? It could. It could <laughs> be. But it's. <laughs> Am I on? I'm supposed yes. to be on here. Yes, someplace? you are. Which is kind of why I asked you to do that thing. Yeah, you're on. So. <laughs> anyway, uh, as I. <laughs> here he needs. As I as I got closer to the wagon. I could see that there were two big pumpkins in the back, huge pumpkins in the back of the wagon, the little boy sitting, and then in front of the little boy was four or five small pumpkins, little baby pumpkins. <laughs> and uh, as I passed him, I asked him, I said, are those yours? And, she, and he picked and showed me one. <laughs> So they love they love those little pumpkins. And, yeah, uh, they surely do. Got a lot of them. All right. As I was walking in, yes, I also saw some a looking, few mums looking at the uh, coal crops. Oh, okay. And uh, I did see the most the most ones they have out there is that somewhat maybe if you have to edible kale. <laughs> Those actual varieties of kale. So if if you want a particular variety of edible kale to put in your smoothies, isn't yeah, they put them in. Yep, they put them in smoothies. Put too. them in the smoothies. Yeah, we've got some. Yeah, we're still ours. Mine, uh, mine is still alive. It yeah. hasn't grown much, well, but still. Yeah. So. What we eating, man? <laughs> well, I haven't started eating it yet. Oh, okay. So, well, David? In case you need some more. Yeah, cool. Oh, man. Oh, 
Lord, look at it. Wow, this, this job is really uh, made a difference. <laughs> did you do that? Did you put that up there? No, it was right here. So uh, <laughs> I know I'm short, but did they put this up for me, Milton? Or what? No, I think, I think it's just coincidence, but it's working out. <laughs> yeah, I'm tall now. Hey, you can look down on us. <laughs> or you've always looked down on us. I can't no, remember which no, one. don't say that. That's true. Well, listen, hey, you had a good presentation today, I understand. And uh, uh, what it, uh, actually, uh, the person who came over said they learned a lot. Yes. Uh, some some good topics, I guess. Follow, uh, how, well, how old was it? Four or five years old? What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Now we covered uh, general follows for planting and taking the advantage of this nice weather. Oh, mm-hmm. this is nice. We've been having you know, get the jump on uh, spring planting, and you know, this is ideal time. Follows for planting, so. We, we covered quite a bit of different subject matter on how to properly select a, a shade tree and uh, follow, uh, try to use the CPS Energy Good Green idea. Tree Rebate Program and how to select, how to plant, and talked about winterizer, fertilizer, get it out to 18612, and a little bit of everything. So it was a good topic and i think i'll be here next saturday too right All that's right. that's what that's what they say <laughs> okay are you'll you be go- talking about fall color fall color are you gonna yeah. mention moms yeah we can I notice they got a few they got chrys- chrysanthemums marigolds the mary moms dianthus uh, cyclamen for calvin so you can buy them early yeah he was already he's yeah. he, poor calvin is already i don't think he bought yet you didn't buy the cyclamen yet did you what cyclamen Oh, ah, now he's just in denial. Did get it this weekend? Oh. That's pretty hard to ignore him, boy. That he's he's, been, he's yeah. been strolling by, kind of eyeing him out of his you know, left hand, kind of looking over his yeah. left shoulder. Oh. I'm still looking for, uh, waiting for stocks and spinach, you know. Yeah. yeah, I'll check on that this week, see if they're where they're at on that. But uh, I'm so happy that uh, uh, Millburgers is carrying that uh, for the unusual varieties they can't find in the four inch or so of. Their landscape super six pack. Yeah, so that's good that they're carrying a lot of those too. That's absolutely eco six pack. That's a big, big plants, full of yeah. plant in different colors. And you have to buy four at a time. Yeah, right? yeah, no. yeah. They're right, they're making fun of me. Not oh. four. <laughs> no, you're buying six at a, six, six at a time. Yeah, because uh, I made a comment. You can you can see whether this this rings true. Uh, Mark Peterson was here, and I made a comment that. You know, I bought one of those. Oh, yeah, I bought one of those. And I said, then I was like, a few weeks later, Laura says, I got to buy more than one plant because we have one plant of everything in the garden and it doesn't look very neat. And she said, and Mark says, you know what we call those people who do that, Milton? And I think it becomes big insult. Call those master gardeners. Hey. Yeah, he said that's all master gardeners do. They want to try this one and yeah, this one yeah. and this one and this yeah, one. A little bit of everything. Yeah. So Jerry's excited that I can actually Plus, buy six at a time. And Plus, uh, have to. That's, yeah, I have to. Yeah. Milton, you should know by now if your wife says bring it home. I do. Says a recently. That's, that's why I can only buy that six pack. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah, any, any color, any size, we'll get it. David will be speaking on this again. Uh, <laughs> this will be part of. Paul Color, uh, the Paul Color presentation. Your wife in the garden. <laughs> Brought to you by David Rodriguez. Uh, but yeah, so that's coming up next, ten thirty. Uh, ten thirty to no, is that right? Ten to eleven thirty. Ten to eleven thirty. That's next right. Saturday, so. Yeah, there we go. And uh, if y'all haven't been out here to this nursery, it's unbelievable. The traffic they have right now and the amount of 
Yeah, everybody. Inventory, pumpkins. Uh, it's it's they they do an excellent job out here. They really do. No, it's Great a lot of fun. Staff, you know. Who, no. who does their all radio that? show? The their, their team on the radio yeah, show is that, really you good. You can come too. and visit yeah. with them live. That's all. <laughs> I think I've heard that they're uh, been successful here for twenty three years, Jerry. That what right? That's what I've heard too. Now, are you hearing? Yeah, I am hearing. Now. Good. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just making sure. That's what he said. He heard. Yeah, I know. That's why I was. Uh, that's what I figured. Yeah. So well, cool. We'll be, we'll be here next Saturday. We'll Anything visit, up? Visit with y'all guys again. Anything else happening with the extension service? Uh, uh, Master Gardens. We have a new youth gardens coordinator, Dominic Ortiz, join our staff. Okay. Uh, and then we have uh, a new horticulture support staff member, Nicholas, is helping us. So we're. Who is that? Um, is that a student? No, A&M? no, no. He's uh, a, new, a new person for the lo- position. Local guy. Yeah, local guy. So. And so he's, ha- he's helping you with that you garden. You've garden program, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. And so uh, we, is that going to relieve Dr. Stein of a little uh, responsibility out there? No, that's well, the urban farm. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Dr. Stein likes being out there. Uh huh. Because it's so nice. But uh, we we brought in already a thousand pounds of uh, uh, squash, zucchini, cucumbers, oh my gosh. some bell peppers. So <laughs> who's working with the food bank? Uh, we, Dr. Stein and I were out there to deliver 286 pounds yesterday. Wow. From, from the harvest. That's great. So we, about planting. Yeah, we drove out there, and uh, I think they're putting most of their efforts at the San Juan mission area. Uh-huh. Because everything that was what's left out there that's that's planted across the um, street is, I think, they had a, a green manure crop out there. So they only okay. had a little bit of squash. So I think they're focused. Well, and they, the orchard's gone. Remember the orchard yeah, near the pavilion? Yeah. They put a new building out there. Oh, oh wow! So uh, yeah, they're they're, uh, but they have raised beds for yeah. seasonal herbs and color and vegetables I, and stuff like that. I know. Last week they bought almost all the uh, broccoli. Oh, that, okay. Uh, the grower had. Oh, really? They took it out there. Okay, so they're probably doing it at San Juan. Yeah. Near so, the mission is what they're doing. Okay, good. That's right. what they're doing. Cool, sir. Thank right. you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. What? Enjoy. We, we heard you did that on purpose. Uh, did you put that there? That was nice, Trace. Thank you, Trace. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on top of the world today. Trace understands how to handle You be careful. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, go ahead. We'll give you a mic. And, uh, <laughs> I'll see you guys next Saturday. Thanks, Enjoy the beautiful you next weekend. Saturday. Dude. All right. You can get more information about David's presentation uh, at millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. <laughs> and uh, also we'll tell you the uh, same time. Now, where is it? Um, it's here. No, no, no. I know that. But uh, the uh, the mammogram screenings, I'm not seeing them. Um, I don't know uh, if it's just it was on the page. Let's let's double check with Trace and make sure they're doing that. Hey, Tra- okay. Um, okay, that's cool. Okay, uh, yeah, it says uh, Saturday, October sixteenth, from nine to two. Yeah, uh, mammogram truck here at the nursery. It's by appointment only, and you register uh, at Healthy U Express. Uh, dot com, but you'll find that on Mill Burgers too, and it was really popular last year. It turned out really well. So, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Right, the um, temperature, you know, we've, we've been talking about no, hot wouldn't. temperatures during the, the it's day. 80 degrees right now. Yeah, but uh, at night those temperatures have been fallen, oh, and yeah. you, you can certainly tell. I have went out there and looked up my broccoli and all, all, all of the uh, parked up yeah oh, gosh geez. <laughs> put a lot of uh, muscle on and uh, are growing so they have uh, voted for the weather and they uh, like the weather the way it is oh yeah uh, w- that's cool. i'm guessing uh, of course we talked we talked to david a little bit about it but uh, i'm guessing we might get some response uh from some of the cool the plants that require a little cooler weather the stock yeah Yeah. sweet peas even and uh oh our spinach jerry have you heard anything on that on spinach Uh, i checked on it's it's the one available this week uh they i was gonna ask trace i will ask trace yeah did they had their first blue bonnets go on sale this week Oh, oh they did yeah Oh, and uh, I got I I didn't get the colors, but uh, I don't know whether they were blue blue bonnets or there's common Mrs. blue, from, blue bonnets. Okay, there's some the uh, there's some red, white, and blue flowers over there that they got this for week right? for the first time. Too. Red, white, and blue is there? Blue? I'm sorry, no, it's red, white, and purple, purple, yeah, violet. fuchsia, violet. I like violet. We're, we're teasing about the cyclamen because yeah. oh, they're unbelievable. They're spectacular. So when you all talked about petunias, you talked about the idea of getting them in now, although yeah. it might seem early, so they get the root established. Yeah. Is there an advantage to doing the cyclamen now? No, th- not really. You're ta- you take a little. You're taking a little chance. Um, but that that's a good point to bring up. Thank uh, you. Because uh, we're, <laughs> as we, you know, as we talked about the snapdragons and the uh, petunias, uh, they, they have an early bloom period if you get them in early enough. Mm-hmm. And the weather cooperates, of course. Yeah. And then, they, then they'll have a kind of a, a pause period when the cold weather in the coldest part of the winter, like in January, and then they have a second uh, spectacular uh, bloom period. The snapdragons go until until late spring, and the petunias go go much longer, especially oh, yeah. if you got Laura Bush. In yeah, they uh, and the petunias, <laughs> the ones that you see are that are spectacular in the spring, were probably planted in the fall. Yeah, uh, I, I <laughs> it. Uh, when I first came here, uh, of course, I had grown petunias in uh, Tennessee, but uh, Mr. Peterson, the guy that owns and started the uh, bedding plant uh, operation that still furnishes us bedding plants here, uh, he talked me into trying some petunias. And, of course, I told him, you know, even though he's been in the business for 30 or 40 years. Yeah, did you? I said, they're going to freeze. Uh-huh. They're not going to make it through the winter. First time down here in the winter. And uh, oh. I, so I did it, like he said, and uh, he was right. Uh, they they bloom, bloom a little bit in the fall. 
all the way to the first hard freeze, and then they they stop blooming. Uh, but the plant stays alive. Yeah, and that sounds like... And that's uh, manufacturing its uh, root system because our soil never freezes. Now, you can't do that in the north because the ground freezes up there. I guess I don't know if the ground freezes and uh, soil freezes in the Dallas or not. Or maybe I don't Hereford so. or... No, I mean, uh, probably Lubbock. up there in Hereford and Lubbock. There. Uh, yeah. Oh, and and what's that, what's that town right at the very tip? Uh, Dalhart, Dumas, Dalhart's at the top. Yeah. There was Stafford and the big one. The big one, Amarillo. Yeah. Oh, okay. That you plant only in the morning. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, the the petunia magic madness is on sale. Yeah. Now and we also, I mean. Uh, we, we emphasize, or Jerry has been emphasizing, except in this presentation, that the uh, the Laurel Bush will uh, once you get that started in your oh, uh, yeah. in your garden, you'll have it coming back. Do you every have Laurel Bush? Oh yeah, yeah. You still have some plants? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, there'll be. Uh, <laughs> now the 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 last big one did dec- uh, decline now, but uh, I expect them to be. Like they do every year to They'll come They'll be up. everywhere. Yes. Also, according to my printout, yes. I checked the sale item. Yeah. The Matt Pitt Petunia Madness last week, last week was selling on sale for 98 cents. Yeah, it looks like according to the thing this week, too, it's... No. No? 88 cents. Oh. And I don't know whether that's a misprint on the sale. Uh Uh-oh. Let's let's look and see what I have on mine. (laughs) Four-inch. They're in four-inch pots, too, so they'll get established uh, rapidly. Uh, Regularly $1.29. And uh, like I said, on sale last week for 98 cents a piece. Gobble them up. And I... On sale this week for eighty-eight cents. Okay, I'm going to go look on the dime off. I'm looking on the website. (laughs) (laughs) Trey should have just made yes. It says eighty-eight cents each. Trey should have made you mad by making it just nine cents off. Uh, Yeah, right. That's almost a dime, (laughs) but not quite. Okay, so that's going looking good. And uh, the petunias, uh, we got all sorts of colors. Pretty, yeah. And madness is a good series. Petunia Madness is a good series, but uh, uh, you can plant them by color scheme if you want to. Uh, but you need to put them probably. You, pro- you need to put them in full sun. Okay. I mean, where they can get some full sun. Well, I don't always, obviously, don't get that message across to my Laura bushes when they they, uh. de- they decide where they're going to grow. There you oh, go. Okay. Well, what would you expect for something named after the yeah. First Lady of the United States? You know, but uh, they uh, prefer full sun, but they they'll try a lot of different places. Hey, we got to take a break. So Ray, don't go anywhere. He's got a question about chili patines. In fact, I have oh. another I have another question about the penguins <laughs> that uh, Warren sent me. So we'll ask that in a moment. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. What the hell he's is that? P- he's picking songs from uh, James Bond films that had Craig... Um, yeah. Oh, what's his name in it? Because oh, it's his last movie. No, no, he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, you're giving Alec Complex. <laughs> you know, if you hear your music on our station, <laughs> yeah. you may be dead. <laughs> hey. Check the obituary like yeah, I check did in my hometown paper. Oh, dear. See if I'm in there. Oh, good. I hope not. Or any of my classmates. Hey, let me tell you about, uh, speaking of dead and where you want things dead, uh, is Spider-Man Pest Control. Oh. Uh, I don't know. If you got roaches that you want gone. No. I know. Rats, fleas, scorpions, uh, oh, mosquitoes Lord. still. Uh, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the place to go. Warren, Remy, and the gang make people happy by coming and keeping their homes pest-free. And they've been doing it since 1976. And what you'll find when you talk to them or people that use them or read the reviews is they treat it, again, like holistically and that they're going to... S- Treat the symptom, which is the bugs or whatever, but also figure out why you're having the problem and treat that, too, and offer a solution for that. Spider-Man Pest Control, uh, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or GoSpiderManPest.com. We'll talk about Spider-Man's penguins in a minute because he had some questions he wanted me to send you guys. What does that holistic mean? It means that you're looking at it as a whole thing, not just as one oh, part of it. I thought that meant... You use some of the good stuff that uh, no, the, killed everything and moved for no, five So he's years. trying to prevent it as well as <laughs> treat it. So He prevented my house uh, for uh, five or six years. Oh, wow. I've still got roaches crippling around there. Uh, poor roaches. <laughs> I, I know you feel for them. All right, we're going to go back to and talk to, uh, let's see, who do we have on there? Oh, that's right. Ray has a chilly question. Hey, Ray, what's going on? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today, Ray? All right. Um, you told Thanks Jerry to quit talking about roaches because uh, they're, they're part of the environment. And, uh, you know, whenever you squash one, all that, uh, that uh, white stuff that comes out is high-energy yeah. fat. Yes. Oh, chili uh, uh, piquin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I finally found some purple ones and very, very few plants. So, uh, can Try I to find some purple ones? Yeah. Did you say? Well, yeah. you know, you know, the most chili proteins are red. Yeah. Well, these are purple. Well, they start out, they start out yellow, then they turn orange, and then they turn uh, dark purple, and they're huh. pointy. They're pointy. They're not round. And uh, nature's uh, herb just happened to have the last six plants in the bottom. Um, they were all kind of all beat up and wilted, but I, I revived them with has to grow. But um, okay. I don't think they'll survive this coming winter unless I put them inside, and I don't want to do that. Can I propagate those from the seed without going Absolutely. through it? Absolutely. Okay. Don't have to yeah, go through a Wait, to, wait till they turn ripe. I mean, right. I, I guess for you that's purple. Yes. And uh, <clears throat> uh, extract the seed. Are they okay. are they very hot? They're hotter than the wild ones. Okay. Than the, than the regular red ones, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. They, uh, I don't know how, if you want to, how do you extract the seed, but... Uh, there's a there's a write up on plantanswers.com about okay. how to extract hot pepper seed. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a chili protein fits that that category obviously, but what yeah, you do you basically 
Basically, you get a Ziploc bag, heavy uh-huh. duty, please, and yep. uh, then you put the ripe peppers in there, the chilapatine peppers in oh. there, right. with the stem removed. Okay. And uh, you don't cut them or anything else, but you, uh, I guess you could cut them, but uh, then you put them, put all the, all your peppers in that uh, Ziploc bag, make sure it's uh, airtight and uh, all the air is removed from the bag before you seal it. Because what you're going to do is after you seal it, uh, I put mine out on the patio where it can be in the sun, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna step on them, step on that bag with those peppers in it. Okay. And the first time you step on them uh, to squash them, uh, mm-hmm. you you won't squash them real good, <laughs> and the. Uh, you leave it out there another day or two, and then you step on them again. Now, that time, they should be mushy. Hmm. Okay. If they're not, if they're not, <laughs> no, you, you take a look through the bag, and you be careful not to bust that bag, because that's hot sauce coming ah. out of there. It'll eat you up. And oh. then, if they're not real soft and, and uh, uh sauce and squishy you uh give them another couple of days and step on them again that there should definitely be a soft that by then and uh then after they become soft you take them you open the bag carefully and uh put water in it squirt some water in it the seed will go to the bottom especially the good seed will go to the bottom and then uh, all the stuff that comes to the top or floats in the water, uh, you pour off. Pour off until the seed is still left. But then you have, you probably have to wrench it a couple of times. Be careful not to lose your seed. But, uh, that that way you never have to come in contact with the capsizing or the heat element. And that uh, whole write-up is in PlantAnswers.com. Yeah, yeah. For, for anybody that just heard with part picture, of it. With pictures. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> so that's the way I do it. Okay. So after you, uh, you remove the, the little chili sauce, uh, all you got to add is some a few ripe roaches, and uh, you can have some hot uh, roaches sauce. There oh, you go. There you go. Delicious. Yes. <laughs> but after you, after you take them out of the water, make sure you put them on a piece of cardboard or something. That they okay. can dry out completely in the sun. Okay. And not blow away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks a lot, Jimmy. Appreciate the advice. Okay. Uh, I hope that works for you. Thanks, Ray. Tell okay. us. Give us a report. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Yeah, All right, you I take care. Whenever they come out. Okay. Bye. All right. 210-308-8867. And where is he going to put them after he uh, dries them, Milton? In the refrigerator? There you go. Thank you, man. <laughs> but take them out of the refrigerator at some point. <laughs> the um, Before you plant them. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, ooh, could you plant them in the refrigerator? And then, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess you could. Put the, the potting mix in there. Hmm. Uh, we used to uh, basically uh, <laughs> plant the uh, uh, peach seeds in them. Oh, really? There you go. Huh. 
Yeah, well, they need that they needed to chill. Yeah, and they would. Uh, so you put. Oh, hello, Lord. <laughs> they would ger- germinate. <laughs> we have people walking around in costume. Yeah, that that guy came by with a skull uh, skull hat. Yeah. Hey, so Warren wanted to know. <laughs> He's got, remember your orange penguins? I remember those. I gave him some of the orange penguins. He's still got some. Oh, they're orange? No, no, they're yellow. Well, I mean. So they're young, right? Yeah. So I think he's afraid of the weather changing. No, they'll stay yellow. Oh, will they? Yeah. The yellow stays yellow, and uh, from the seed you plant yellow, you might get some red. Oh, neat. Probably get some red. So should he, can he uh, go ahead and. Eat those? Eat the yellows now? If you can see them, you can eat them. Well, I don't know. Maybe they weren't well, ripe or something. Well, they're probably they're not. I mean, they they get about you know a little bit larger than the chili poutine. That's why uh, we call them the. Uh, uh, it's a cross between a chili poutine and something else. I don't know what happened. It was in the. It was, it occurred naturally, Milton. Okay. So, Warren, pick those pups. Yeah, you can pick them, and uh, don't worry about the weather, because, uh, I don't know, though you patine growers realize that it seems that uh, the last thing that will freeze in your yard is a chili patine. Okay. Because I I don't know whether they have more cold hardiness or or what's going on. Yeah, because a lot of times they come up under trees. Well, here I can which share gives the, them a little extra protection. I can share the picture with you too. I forgot that, but well, yeah, that's he's got nice for you, Milton. He forget he uh, sent me the picture and he's got them uh, planted among zinnias. It's a pretty picture, actually. A bunch of zinnias. Who in Not the hell? zinnias, vincas. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. I figured say who in the hell is he listening to? <laughs> we don't recommend that. No, nobody recommends that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-88. Well, where was this thing? Okay, I can't find it now. 8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Speaking of Cal, oh dear. you know, I, I've tried to push him over to the, the dark the nice side. side. Oh, nice okay. Side. Yet he comes up with this title of his this week's article in the newspaper. Feed the birds, not the squirrels. Now, what kind of humanitarian title is that? It is a... Uh, Don't you know that Thanksgiving is coming up and we got to fatten those squirrels up for Thanksgiving eating? Oh, that's that's the old days. We, did. Uh, <laughs> no. we hardly You ever, used yeah. to do it, too. You well, used to eat them, too. In the old days. <laughs> and, uh, well, what, you don't think they're just as good in the new days? Well, it's just uh, we've out of uh, practice of using the squirrels like we used to. So. Oh, okay. But uh, if you notice in there, I mentioned uh, the, uh, what are those brown sparrows you like? The English, oh, English yeah. sparrows. They, they got some uh, ink. I mentioned uh, I mentioned them in almost a positive way. Really? I'll wow. I haven't read the whole thing. I think I, think I mentioned that they uh, will join the, uh, a lot of the other birds in eating suet or something. I don't know. <laughs> Of course, yeah, of course, English sparrows will, will <laughs> join everything in eating anything. So. Hey, 
Uh, it says to, to, to further discourage squirrels, consider putting out safflower, safflower oh, okay. seed instead of sunflower seed. And I always feed sunflower seed, but it's so sad to see those little squirrels out there. Oh, eating, they're so thin and eat, emaciated. Eating just... that sapphire, trying to eat that sapphire. Seed. They go, <laughs> <laughs> you hear them, oh, you know, and you get three or four of them doing that, it's uh, terrible. You can probably, you probably can't even watch TV for the noise. Now, I don't know if it spoils the meat or not. Yeah, oh. If they eat sapphire seed. Maybe we could ask our... I don't know. Calvin's got a lot of thin squirrels at his house. I don't know. <laughs> Poor little thin squirrels. You can see their rib cages. Yeah. And you don't want a thin squirrel for Thanksgiving. <laughs> no. And by the way, my ma- old mama's recipes for squirrels on oh, runanswers.com. I wonder if there's any Guess where it's under, what it's under. Recipes. Recipes. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I wonder if you can, if you, if you can't kill squirrels yourself, if you can actually buy squirrel, like I don't think so, at a butcher shop or something. I don't think many people would buy squirrel. Okay. Unless you're. Well, well weren't you talking well, a long time ago that there are some people who can't, who the only source of protein they can eat, or one of the only sources is squirrel? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Laura Shreve's wife was that way. Is that right? And uh, he had to kill, he had to go out and hunt deer for her meat. Otherwise, she couldn't eat the meat. Oh, wow. So she could she could have venison, too, huh? Yeah. She okay. could have venison and axis and squirrels and rabbits. And oh, nutria. Oh. I bet she could have had nutria. There you go. Okay, I'll look on <laughs> Google for that, too. <laughs> but anyway, uh, good article, good, good picture of a, a color picture of a blue jay. Eating out of a, uh, <laughs> eating out of one of those little hanging things where you put the that Calvin gave us uh, the suet. I oh yeah, the suet. suet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, got a good picture of it. It was taken in in the north. Picture was taken in the north. See, it's a Yankee bird. What is? Oh, because it's a. Look at the tree. Oh yeah. What is that? <laughs> that is uh, some type of co- uh, conifer. Okay. That we can't grow here. Oh. Uh, but anyway, lots of birds up there. And uh, when, it's, when it snows, <laughs> they, they get what they can. But anyway, I, I guess those of you who are really ecologically trained <laughs> will... Uh, will realize that uh, this you got to take care of your squirrels too. And then he got a picture on the inside of his deal. He got a picture of squirrels. He says, squirrels are bird seed thieves. They're just trying to eat. You, you could say that birds are bird seed thieves. You know, they just want to eat. Switching feeders and feed choices will discourage them. No, no, you don't you want to. You don't want to, yeah. You're not saying he's wrong. You're just saying you don't want to. I don't know. Uh, Greg, Greg Grant and I have had this discussion. Uh, people that were raised and brought up uh, east of the Trinity River eat squirrels, have always eaten squirrels. 
Uh, and that's the first hunt that the youngsters go on with their fathers. Oh, okay. Squirrel hunting. Because you're, you're out in the woods, a safe place to shoot, and uh, you're bringing home meat. But now mm. the people, some people around here that were not raised east of the Trinity. All right. I bet, yeah. Will not will not eat squirrels. They think they're little rats. Yeah, I'm going I'm to read you something now. I don't know about the website. I don't know about anything about. It. I just found it at exoticmeatmarket.com. There you go. Squirrel meat. One squirrel. What do you think they sell it for? Oh, fifteen dollars. Ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Whoa! Holy! <laughs> so, well, those squirrels that won't were... be a squirrel left here by tomorrow. <laughs> There's a bounty where, on squirrels. Where is that located? I don't know. Let me see if it tells me. <laughs> That's a good question. See? Uh, Wait till we tell Calvin that. Yeah, man. How much can you sell any of those birds for? Yeah, we could sell those squirrels. Let's see where... <laughs> I'm looking for about us. Well, let's take a quick break, and I'll keep looking. <laughs> All right, 210, we'll come back and read that 99, in a minute. 99.99. That's what it says. One squirrel. 99.99. Dressed, I'll say. I don't, I, I don't know. I, Does it still have the brains? You know, some of, some of the old timers. It, it doesn't say. Eat the brains. We'll have to call them. They got everything. They got iguana meat. Lamb meat, muskrat meat, nutria meat, possum meat. All right, possum meat. You want me to find out how much possum's going for? I bet it's in the southeast. Well, probably. Let's see how much possum's going for. (laughs) You want to eat a bobcat or a beaver? No. Okay. Hold on. Bobcats, that would be tough. All right, we'll take a quick break and I'll tell you more. Emus! (laughs) Oh, no. All right. Back in a moment, 210-308-8867. Cause the Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. As Jerry goes over Calvin's article, <laughs> I know that if you want or don't want squirrels, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited will help you to uh, have a great experience bringing nature to your yard. Uh, whether you, Whatever birds you're looking for, they'll, they'll t- tell you kind of what's in town, what you need to put out in the yard to get, bring them. If you don't want squirrels, they'll help you to avoid that. If you do want squirrels, actually, they have squirrel feeders. Yeah, so, I think they've got, do they have that corn still? Oh, I don't know if they there? still do that or not. The yeah, uh, What was but, that called? They uh, put it on a bungee. Yeah, they had a name, a cute little name on it. And and a squirrel would jump, jump up on it, and, and then they go, Wee! Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to show you some pictures in Alabama. I don't think they've got a Wild Birds Unlimited, <laughs> but they had a, a feeder out for the birds. And the squirrels, they don't mess around. Uh-huh. They had a another feeder, another a tree that was maybe 10 feet away, maybe not that much. But the squirrels would climb just so high and then jump. And, oh, yeah. and land on the bird feeder all the way across <laughs> there. I'll show you a picture of it. But uh, listen, uh, they're a, a great place. Been doing this for uh, over 25 years helping people. They're at Northwest Military and Hebner Road, Northwest Military and Hebner, and they'll give you great advice and help you with the problems, whether it's suet or feeds 
whatever you need, plus yard art, tilly hats, binoculars, books, field guides, and, and much, much more. Wild Birds Unlimited, go talk to Kyle or Bill over there at Wild Birds Unlimited, and they'll let them help you out. Northwest Military at Hebner Road, or call them at 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD. You know what the pro- main problem they had with those bungee cords, corns? What was it called? Oh, see, I think it was called squungy for a squirrel Squ- bungee. <laughs> I think it was something like that. That's cute. But anyway, uh, they they had a they have a hard time finding corn with a with a with on the cob uh, with a shuck on it, so they can hang it. Oh, do you need the shuck on it? Well, yeah, to hang it. No, oh, yeah, because you got to. Yeah. Okay. You hang it, you tie it up. And uh, because now all the corn growers use a machine that shells the corn. Oh, shucks. And That's spits, not right. Spits the cob out. <laughs> cob and the shucks. Yeah. But anyway, that's, right, that's technology. 308 8867. I'm, I'm not going to even tell you how much a full possum goes for. Oh, man. Man, there won't be a possum in this city. We've got, we've got maybe we ought to give the number out. Oh, now, armadillo stew meat is uh, $59.99 for pound. Did Trace do that 99 stuff on that? I too? think he did too, yeah. <laughs> $59.99. But yeah. Now is that roadkill or is that just? Uh, they don't say. In your backyard. <laughs> we'll have to get Edmund on here and find out if he <laughs> if he can beat these prices at Brewski's. <laughs> there you go. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The fu- number to call. I found the kind thing that Calvin said about sparrows. Oh, what did he? Oh, good. What it, did he say? It almost brought a tear to my. Did it? It says, uh, and Calvin's answering a question off the air. Yeah. That's why you're not hearing him. <laughs> that, that's why we're doing this. Yeah. He can't hear. Uh, it says, talking about his birds in this week's article, today's article. They like a planting of zinnias, of course. If you know Who doesn't? That. If you allow the plants to go to seed. And another food source they respond to is thistle seed. Hmm. Offer the thistle in one or more tube feeders with tiny dispersal slits made especially for thistle seed. Not only will lesser goldfinches take advantage of the offering, but house finches. See, he always has to talk yeah, about the Yeah, it's always finches. about the finches. You know, he told me the other day that uh, a red bird, a cardinal, is yeah. a finch. Hummingbirds, I think he said, are I, I just had finch. to walk out of the room. They're all finches. Uh, anyway, house finches will join them. English sparrows, English brown sparrows, also may eat some of the thistle seeds, but the squirrels do not seem interested. There we go. That, that, that's probably the first nice reference he's ever made. I Man. knew he'd come around. Yo, you I knew he'd see the light. Now that he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you He's saw, you saw the light as far as sparrows are concerned. I Apparently, you a, have seen the light as far as sparrows are concerned. I read your part in the article. Yeah, hey, you've missed a lot. We've been pricing squirrels online, yeah. squirrel meat. Possums. Yeah, possums, too. And we need we probably need to put a link to that. I'll let uh, you find uh, it on Plant Answers because there's a lot of uh, older people, older citizens that uh, may remember eating squirrel 
when they were youngsters. Well, they did. They do remember eating squirrels. Okay. As a youngster. And the first time... How much meat are you getting for $0.99 cents a, $99 a squirrel? Not much. Okay. <laughs> That's how much they're going for online. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> now, take that, Calvin. Well, yeah. gosh, you could go for, you could go for a... Uh, a uh, hunting uh, expedition <laughs> for $99 a squirrel. Man. I think I think Jerry's first comment when he heard that was, man, don't say that again. There won't be a squirrel alive in this town. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's uh, if people, older people, remember their childhood experiences and want to have squirrel for Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, I'll, I'll order country hams from Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, so you you can uh, you can almost find anything on the internet, right? Sadly, that's true. It's yeah, you really <laughs> can. Well, true. you might be able to, you could get his country hams for ninety nine dollars. No, I think <laughs> I'm trying to think of if I found anything more. The only thing more expensive is possums. So far. What's that? I'd rather have a squirrel than a possum. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can get a pound of alligator meat for just thirty bucks. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll stop talking about this now. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, I, I, what was well, your, I'm. Yeah, what was your question? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> it was one of the one of those that uh, got a involved. Uh, looks what? like uh, yeah, a lawn with looks like a fungus situation. But of course, the, he's tried everything in the book and and nothing. You know, so it was a little difficult to try to kind of wade through, like, uh, you know, the detect- detective work we do is, did you do this, did you do this, and then, and then you'd say, what about, uh, you know, I'll say, well, why don't, why don't you just let it be, go dry for 10 days and just see what happens, just so you, because you're, you know, you get into a situation where they're not finding any answers, so they got to try, some, they need to try something different. Except then, then, then you get the argument back. Well, I'm sure that won't do it. Or, yeah. <laughs> did it, what? What did he say it did during the rains? Um, did it green up? Oh, he's got he's got very green parts, but he's also got a, uh, a rust color uh, part that uh, you know you we, we see some rust like. With zoysia, with yeah, uh, yeah, but this is this is a more like a a regular uh, brown patch fungus, but really an intense. And he he says he's uh, applied a fungicide six or seven times in the last. Uh, yeah. So. Well. Yeah. So so what what the 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 issue was is to hey, we don't have any answers there, so you got to kind of. Try something different and explore. Mm-hmm. I suggest I suggested I asked him if he had a commercial person out. He hadn't. Uh, I suggested that he t- they try to call, to call David's and see if he could get a master gardener or David out there and tell him that uh, he and I could not uh, determine figure what it out. It was. Yeah, yeah, based on the discussion, it may be pretty obvious once you get out there. Sometimes a description is misleading. Well, and you always and uh, you always get a little. Uh, uh, sometimes, sometimes you, you, you some, sometimes think that the they're agreeing or 
Yeah, they don't they don't want a, a, a cause that they haven't thought of. Mm-hmm. You know, they where they should say, "Oh darn, I didn't try that." <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's all free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to uh, be a part of today's show. So we've got some interesting questions and stuff. It's, again, a pretty day out here at Millburgers. Oh, yeah, cool, nice. too. Yeah, it's nice. Let's see what the temperature is uh, now. It was 80 when we started the show. I bet it's pretty close. 78? Oh, this is 70. It's 82. 82. Oh, it's warming up. We can live <laughs> with that. We can live with that, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then uh, just 60 at night? Gosh, I've been nice. <laughs> I bet the tomatoes are setting everything that blooms, aren't they? Oh, wow. Yeah. But, right they're, but they're happy. Well, mm. not not everybody. There's some... Uh, uh, I know one gardener and I were talking today about... Uh, he was not getting the... Uh, the response ex- expected, and oh, he was reacting to to mine. Were were doing mm. real well, yeah. <laughs> and so he he, he and I uh, and we didn't get to, we didn't get into the discussion of what what might have caused uh, his to be performing. He's not in the shade, is he? No, he's a pretty he's a pretty good gardener, and he uh, what has, variety was it? Oh, the same, uh, some vari- same variety. Yeah, actually, it's Bart. Oh, okay. So, so I, I uh, and so he was helping me with my irrigation, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was kind of making faces at me. You know, <laughs> why are your tomatoes so? Uh, and that was so Bart, big. your neighbor Bart, would tell him what he needs to do is cut the plants off. At that right below the last cluster of fruit that's set, and that'll cause it to rebloom, right, Milton? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's no. <laughs> he's going after your was it? Bart. Sienna. It was Bart. Fortiana. Yeah. Oh, proud of Barbados. Oh yeah, but Bart. Of course, Bart has racked up about uh, seven or eight testimonies of <laughs> people that have the Sienna that are yeah. rebloomed. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the tomatoes are. Are doing wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, Greg Grant was here a couple of weeks ago, passing through. Uh, his wife loves cherry tomatoes, and so uh, I came out here to get some cherry tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, and they were they were he had quit tearing them. You know they were so loud. So I. Called in some favors and got some that were accidentally left in the greenhouse, and uh, they uh, they were overgrown. Of course, I couldn't sell them, and so I gave them to Greg. And as he was loading them, we realized they already had fruit on them. And uh, the uh, uh, I, t- I got an email from him this way last week. He said they're already picking tomatoes uh-huh. off the ones. Oh well, wow! Must be Ruby Crusher, Ruby BHN Crush. 968. Ruby Crush, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they they've done a wonderful. What's right. up? Two one zero three. Well, hang on. Let's. Um, did you want to be on the air? Or? Oh. All right. Well, let's. Okay. Why don't we take a break? In fact, I'll, I'll do this. I'll pot this down, and then if you've got questions. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, let's find out. Oh, that's, what kind of questions are these? 
Black Blackberry questions. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we on. can no, let, no, I guess we can let Milton okay. make it as yeah. commercial. All right, let me let me talk to you. Let me let me take us into break, and y'all help this nice guy out. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you can give us a call, 210-308. You can talk to him, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. You're okay, 8867. Hey, again, don't forget, next week, David Rodriguez will be back here at Millburgers. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. And uh, just to make sure that you know, for the information on all the events happening at Millburgers, whether it's mammograms, blood drives, David Rodriguez, whatever it is, uh, you'll find it at millburgernursery.com, including... uh, Including some of the sale items, too, that are on sale. You can find those at MillburgerNursery.com as well. I got a hot tip. Uh-oh, hot tip from <laughs> Wilson County. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Uh, from our, our man Rob out in uh, Elmendorf. Oh, how's Rob doing? Elmendorf. It says, uh, this question How you doing, Rob? for all of your Wilson County followers. Okay. And there's a lot of them. Because they want to know what to do about those grass burrs and gophers. Mm. Uh, one observation that me and the cousins finally noticed out here in Elmendorf is there might have been a side benefit from the cold spell we had. No. Oh. Uh, lack of lack lack of gophers. Really? Yeah. We need a gopher report. I told you this was a hot off the press thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There's an area up by the front gate that I have counted over a hundred mounds before, and we all figured there must be a colony there. We have hardly seen any gopher mounds this whole spring. Huh. All the way up an. Until now, there's been no change in the normal predators out here. Usually one of the barn cats brings me one and lays it on the patio, but that has not happened in a long time. We have several theories going on. Uh-huh. Now, this is some of the Elder Dwarf thinkers out there. They have, they have a thinker society. Out okay. There. Uh, maybe the ground got too cold, and they are mammals. Uh, could that be that with uh, could be that with many days and inches of snow and ice on the ground? They got suffocated. Well, I can't I can't stand to think of those poor little gophers down there getting suffocated and frozen. Should I email That's the? Sad. Should I email the people at Exotic Meats and find out how much gopher meat is going for? <laughs> <laughs> just so the folks in Wilson. Now that County. is just sad because I know. And you know that's worse than the hummingbird thing. Did you hear the beginning of this, Calvin? 
No. Rob is uh, saying do I, that, do I look like I'm missing it? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> there may be a uh, the snow and freezing temperatures. They're noticing a uh, oh the, the go- a, a gopher impact, impact on gophers. Go. Uh, yeah, what you do with that is you just enjoy it. <laughs> None of the natural predator situation has changed. Hmm. We are right here on the fringe of Bear Wilson County line. So if any of you out there... Yeah, we need Wilson, Wilson County, County gopher reports. ...have noticed a decline in the gopher population... Yeah, call us. Not so much that you're happy about it, but, uh, you know, this is this is nature. Just like the birds flying into the building. Well, we need know. confirmation. We need other uh, other people reporting on this, too, because uh, <laughs> maybe Rob's is... Uh, Maybe it's exactly what everybody is uh, experiencing, or, or maybe we get, we get the hot news right here on yeah. KU. Gophers are down <laughs> in Wilson County. <laughs> I right. bet that'll be a headline. Well, gophers go underground in Wilson County. <laughs> news at eleven. But I'm I'm worried about uh, uh, the kind of like the fire ant deal, you know, where everybody. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the drought, everybody said, well, all the fire ants are, have gone. Con they're dead. <laughs> I said, no. They're on the ground, probably watching TV. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm worried about these gophers suffocating in their own tunnels. I don't think that would happen. And I'm also worried about them freezing in their own tunnels that they make. I know. They're extensive tunnels. So let's find out. Maybe they're just... They're I, in fact, I heard a report from somebody after it snowed down there mm-hmm. that they saw little holes coming from the bottom of the snow uh, made out over a gopher hole. So I bet they were pushing that snow back so they wouldn't suffocate. There's a lot we don't know about gophers. They're pretty smart. Okay. Can you eat gopher meat? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, it says it's on, on Google says it's a unique delicacy. And what I used to <laughs> used to get people to do that. Oh, here's recipes. How to cook your gopher. Is that right? Yeah, on YouTube. That is How a to skin and recipe. cook your gopher. Uh, you gopher gonna, stew. You're going to have to send me that link so I can put uh, it up. Carefully clean the gopher, wash, and drain. Now, people in, in Wilson County can't do this now, apparently, <laughs> because they have fewer gophers. There you go. It's terrible. All right. So we went to those Wilson County gopher reports. Yeah. Now, I, at one time, I had uh, people that had gophers trapping them. You know, they have those little cages that they put on the ground. Mm-hmm. And the like they have a heart? Uh, yeah. The gophers get in there. They're, they're cones, cone shaped, and the gopher could do it. So I had people skinning them out, sending me the skins. I was gonna make my wife a coat out of it, gopher coat. You know how to do that? Uh, uh yeah, oh yeah. You tan them just like you would any other. Uh, I have no hide. idea. Okay. And I bet she would be the only one in the era that would have Did a. Did you want to be on coat. the air with us? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. James is on the line with a gopher report. I bet he's made a gopher coat or two. James, do you have a gopher coat? A gopher coat? Yeah. <laughs> or have you had gopher stew before? No, but I've had squirrel before. I've had squirrel before. Of course, squirrel everybody stew. has. Would, would you pay a hundred bucks for a squirrel? <laughs> no, I wouldn't pay okay. anything for a squirrel. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I don't need to buy them. If you want some, I can harvest you some from my my back uh, field here. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're thinking. So, what's your gopher report? <laughs> I'm trying to keep them off them squirrels off my chalk dog because it's coming. It's it's dropping nuts right now. Um, listen, when I called in uh, when I first tuned in. I was watering my patio plants here, and I noticed my August gardenia that got burnt back in the in the big freeze. I cut it back, um, and it's done great. I mean, just leafed out. Today, I just noticed it has its first bloom on it, August Beauty. It's in oh, a container. Wow. Yeah, late. Uh, I didn't think it was going to bloom at all uh, this yeah. year. But it has one bloom on it, so... Should I lay off? Because I had already laid off the Miracle Grow for the because I thought it was getting kind of late. Is it too late to fertilize it um, or just water it? Uh, you gonna leave it outside in a container? Yeah, it's too big to bring inside. Um, really, okay, by myself, I can I can live, put it in the garage. Uh, <laughs> you, you during the freeze, it? during the freeze, I put it in my workshop with uh, propane heat, and that's what kept it alive. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, I don't think we're no, well. We probably won't have another freeze like that for three or four hundred years. You know yeah. What they say? Anyway, uh, and so a gardenia should be able to take pretty cold temperatures. They grow in the southeastern United States, Tennessee, and wherever. And uh, the only thing that you might could might lose is uh, the very young tender growth the new growth, growth. okay uh, and uh also the buds any buds that might be forming but that that's no big loss but the plant will live now i would i would uh quit fertilizing it now that was my uh, question to, I, I i so don't don't try to force any more blooms just just water no, the rest no, of the season no 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 okay Sorry. Right, that was my main. That was my main question. Okay, I've got gophers here. I'm between uh, Lytle, southeast of Lytle, and Sand Country, and I have gophers in my my backyard. Back forty looks terrible because my dogs dig them up, play with them, lot <laughs> dog. But there you go. I, I had no. I had noticed this year a major decrease in gopher activity. You know, you can uh-huh. see that where they dig where they dig the tunnels. Normally, you can follow the the trails, the tunnels. And there have been very few this year compared to all previous years that I've lived I here. I bet they froze and suffocated. Works for me. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever. I don't all think right. they're missing them. Don't, right, get, all right, it's, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> That's two reports right. on that now we got. Thank right. you, James. 210-308-8867. Looking for gopher reports from Wilson County. <laughs> Why, why just Wilson County? Oh, oh I don't know, because that's where... Oh, Atascosa, too? Just and gopher reports. The south... Uh, do, you have fewer, County. do you have fewer gophers now since the freeze? There you go. <laughs> I, I just can't imagine them out there suffocating to death and freezing to death down there. That's a lonely way to die. I, uh, freezing to death down I wonder. I wonder what he is going to do to help 
alleviate that situation? Uh, <laughs> or is he just going to publicize it so that so everybody can suffer along with the gophers? Uh, I've got mm-hmm. a feeling. I've got confidence in the gophers. I don't think you should encourage him, Milton. <laughs> that they will... They will Don't. make a comeback. All right, we'll see. Oh, that's the yeah. That's probably a pretty With safe. population. <laughs> we we will see. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. Oh, James is back. He's got <laughs> he's got squirrel advice for us. Uh-oh. And this, is this the same James? No, this is the other James. No. Oh, okay. Well, you're, you're, we, we, we like both of you equally, so, James. Okay. So, yeah, James, you got squirrel advice? Yeah, the old-timers used to uh, take and make uh, either aluminum sheet metal or galvanized sheet metal skirt, about 24 inches long or so, and uh, put it around the... Uh, trunk of the pecan tree up about oh, so many feet off the ground and then they'd uh, they'd use wire to tie it to the top of the tree and those squirrels can't get past it if the tree is not in jumping range well you, that depends wire. on the, the, the plant density doctor if your plants are touching each other you got to do every tree, but if you just got onesies and twosies, you can use it. Okay. They, All right. They can. They want to. They try hard to get into those. Oh, trees. I love. I I love the fact that they go from the roof oh, to the tree. I yeah. mean, and not. They don't make every time either. Oh. Sometimes they they fall off. That bruises the meat. Yeah. Oh. We don't like to think about that. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> Bye, James. Yeah. Bye, James. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. You know, we've got a lot of our listeners that want to be helpful to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we're being set up. Uh, <laughs> well, I got something from from the north, from my buddy uh, Johnson City Joe. Up in, guess where he lives? Right uh, outside of Johnson City. Blanco? <laughs> and uh, he also sent it to Dennis <laughs> up in Austin. But the Johnson City Joe writes, Jerry has worked fast to get his Texas bluegrass, and he gives a scientific, a scientific name, to the market. Mm-hmm. I have found sources for uh, now. Now, Joe, before you realize you said that, uh, that, the whole internet has been searched by my professional dentist up in Austin, and myself. Uh, but anyways, the plants can be bought at Native American seed for nineteen dollars a handful. What are you getting again? Which, which plant was this? <laughs> he, he says it's. He thought it was Texas bluegrass. You know the one. Oh, the bluegrass. The beautiful you. stuff in my yard. There's also a hybrid variety available, but I don't know if Jerry has anything to do with it. It's a cross between Kentucky bluegrass and Texas bluegrass. So I said, "Well, isn't that nice? I can't believe I overlooked that." Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, 
I looked up his sources, and it's not <laughs> the Texas I was talking about, uh, the bluegrass I was talking about, because the one I'm talking about is commonly referred to as a, a uh, invasive weed. Uh, and the, the scientific name is P-O-A, ANA, A-N-N-U-A. That's the one I'm looking for seed That's of. the one you like. And the one he's talking about and sent me information on was Poi Arca Arcnifolia. Oh, Arcnifolia. of course. <laughs> and, and they ship them. They go out and dig them uh, after you order them and ship them rooted plants to you. And they grow tall. They're good... Uh, Good bird feet and uh, those things like that, hmm. but they grow tall. They're not my little beautiful oh. uh, winter grass. But I appreciate the effort, Joe. You did good, and he also gave me a seed seed producer, a seed company up in Muleshoe, Texas, Milton. That's oh. your running running ground. Yeah, where they grew, grew a lot of potatoes. I don't know if they still do or not. But uh, anyway, they had the same type of uh, bluegrass. So keep up the good work, Joe. I appreciate your effort on our part. But uh, I'm looking for the seed of uh, the poi, P-O-Y. Joe's on top of it. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Millburgers is hopping right now. There are uh, lots of folks uh, here, out here, enjoying the weather and taking advantage of it. And I encourage you to come on out, too. Uh, I'm afraid people are not going to get out here in time to get that edible kale. Mm-hmm. Do you think they ought to hurt? Uh, just stop I mean, whatever you're doing. I mean, people are just gobbling that up. Get it gobbling. Uh for Thanksgiving, the two. You could, you could use that joke for Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff out here. Oh, I saw uh, four plants of Belinda's Dream rose. Oh, really? And uh, so if you ever wanted to get that rose, now's the time, because I don't know when you're going to have some more. But uh, Is there any fragrance? The, well, the... All roses, or most roses over there, look terrible at this time of year because they, they're not blooming, uh, which throws people. And uh, the last one left of Belinda's Dream uh, are kind of ragged, but they'll come back. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And uh, if they're you pretty ever, invincible. ever want the probably the best, uh, I guess it's classified as a modern antique or I don't know what it's called. Tough. I just call them tough modern roses. There you go. Hey, let's take a quick break and uh, well, let's let's go to Sharon on the line. She's been waiting for a few minutes. Sharon, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Good, good. How can we help you? When? What can you tell me about harvesting sweet potatoes? About what? Harvesting sweet potatoes. Oh. Well, when well, did you plant them? Early spring. From slips? Yeah. I mean, from a little... Yeah. Had they run run all over your garden? 
not a lot because I have them kind of in a little circle. In a, okay. I've got them in. I put them in a one of those um, cloth bags, a big cloth bag. Okay. Uh, basically, you should be you should have uh, sweet potatoes now formed. At the at the base of the plant, uh, the roots. It is a root, and so the roots uh-huh. at the base of the plant that you planted. And now, well, de- now <laughs> you want you in Texas. Uh, well, in the southeast United States, uh, Mississippi and Tennessee and whatever, they get them. They try to get them before the first hard frost. Uh, but the, in Texas, sometimes we don't have the first hard frost until, what, mm-hmm. November, December? And so the, they have a tendency to get too big. So if you want to harvest them now, how many plants do you have? Oh, I put probably a half a dozen in that big circle. All right, but good girl. Uh, my, get the, get, so, I tried so, Go ahead. I tried digging some up the other day, and okay. I, but they're only, well, I call fingerlings. They were big enough okay. I ate them, but they're still <laughs> really, really small. They aren't anything big, so I just did let them go longer. Yeah, just let, let them go until uh, uh, after the frost kills. Wait till after frost kills. Yeah. Okay. Okay, then I'll just leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> did you get it? Where'd you get the the starts? Did you get them out of the grocery store, or where'd you get? Yeah, them? yeah, yeah. I just you popped don't... them off of. Okay, okay. Yeah. They've got some I, pretty. I always thought they've, it that way. They've got some pretty uh, new sweet potatoes since uh, since I worked with them at uh, Mississippi State, but that's been. Forty-four years ago, yeah. you think they may have had better, have better. I, I would now? hope so. But anyway, uh, you did good. Uh, you didn't fertilize them or anything, did you? No, I really didn't. They have, <laughs> well, I might have. I, yeah, I think I did once, maybe, but not okay. as much as well, I should okay. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, they should size up a little bit more. Okay. And, uh, yeah, the the best thing to do with them after you harvest them is uh, what we call superize them, and that's uh, keep them in a uh, uh, low temperature room temperature. Uh, okay. Not low, not freezing or anything, because they're mm-hmm. freeze. But uh, just uh, just a uh, six sixty five, I think it is sixty five to yeah. seventy five. And and leave them there for about uh, three weeks, three or four weeks. Okay. Okay. And that'll that'll also it's supposed to make them sweeter, and also heal any wounds that might have occurred when you harvested them. Okay. Okay. All right. By the way, by the way, yes, I ha- I still have onions that I harvested this spring. They wait were a minute. The, did, did they ever bloom? No, they they uh, 
fell over, you know, the tops fell over, and I went out and harvested them all. And I laid them, I laid them on my patio and covered them up. Good and girl. Still, I still have onions. You mean you mean the, the harvested onions? Yeah, the harvested. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good girl. They were the yellow, over 10, yellow, 15? Uh, 10, 15 yellows. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I haven't asked you. Uh, Trace was talking about onions last weekend. Yeah. I don't know if he got any in or not. Not quite hey. fine. Yet. I know they Sharon, came in real late last year. Yeah, I think he's talking November now, but we're only a few weeks from November. Yeah. Sharon, we got to run, okay? Thank you. Hi, Sharon. Bye-bye. Good to hear from you. Back in a moment on 210-308-8867. We got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer will go to the phone lines in just a second. But again, I want to remind you about deck and patio care by Barry Hagendorf. This is one of those great days to get out there on the deck and enjoy uh, spending time in the outdoors. But if that deck doesn't look like you wanted to, if, it, if you want it to look new again, we can make that happen. Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Barry always says that, and you'll see the pictures when you go to deckandpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see uh, how great. Barry's been doing this since 1986, uh, absolutely loves doing this stuff, decking, uh, deck cleaning and sealing, repair and construction, even can do a pebble stone driveways and more. So give him a call, 210 210- 822-9147, 210-822-9147, or just go to deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see for yourself. We have Ron on the line at 210-308-8867. What you say, Ron? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Howdy, gentlemen. Um, you know, of course, which Ron, right? Is this Rudebega Ron? You got it. Okay, oh, that's what I figured. <laughs> good deal. Oh, gentlemen. Good to, good to hear from y'all, as you, as always. Um, I just had a, a sweet potato. Thank you, sir. A sweet potato question. Um, my mom, I've got at, at the end. I won't keep you long either way. I've got a really, really nice sweet potato recipe for you. Um, but the difference between a sweet potato and a yam, I understand the, sweet, the actual sweet potato, it's been around for whatever. It's starchier yeah. and it's less sweet, and the yam is more of a hybrid. Is all this true? Because I remember one time somebody trying to argue with me said, "There's no difference." And I said, oh my gosh, there is. A yam is a hybrid, I believe, and they don't have any part of it. And I thought you gentlemen could settle it. Well, you're wrong, Ron. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's but, not a hybrid, yeah. but there's a lot, a, a lot of play, a lot of places where they, uh, where they mean the same thing to the people that are mentioning them. But <laughs> yeah, okay. technically, two, two different, two different plants. No, two, two, they're tubers, eh? Yeah, they're they're all they renamed sweet potato as sweet a potato. yam as an advertising gimmick. Oh. Okay, because I've seen sweet potatoes that were really big and, I mean, round and just bulky. Yeah. Sweet potatoes are more pointed at both ends, a little bit more uniform, like a like a cone. Well, the yeah. original the original sweet potato was one called Puerto Rico. 
And uh, it it was kind of a pinkish uh, root. And uh, but now they've uh, bred bred them to where when I was in school, the newest sweet potato was one called Jewel, and it was a beautiful little round teardrop shaped sweet potato. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was very good, and like I said, uh, I did my master's thesis on sweet potatoes, and I also wow. bred them in the greenhouse during the winter for uh, uh, to to make a salary. So, I'll be uh, darned. And they, they they were working in cooperation with uh, with uh, Alabama and. Um, Alabama is what I remember. But anyway, uh, uh, sweet potato is a yam, and the yam is a sweet potato. It is a sweet potato. Now, now there's what Calvin may be talking about is in the tropics, they sell a product called yammy, I think. Yammy, yeah. It looks like a sweet potato. Uh-huh. I mean, but but it's not. It's a it's a root like a sweet potato is, but it's not a sweet potato. Yeah, okay. and that's that's where they got the term yam was from the uh, the people that were brought over from Africa, mm-hmm. and they grew over there that plant oh. that they call yammy. Yeah, so they they made yeah. they, they when they saw the sweet potato they said that's yammy, and I yeah, said yeah. and so that's why they got the name yams for yeah, sweet okay. potato. Well, well, I remember back to the slave days, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll be darned. Okay, that reminds <laughs> me of the rutabaga back in the prison days, they, they, before bacon was popular and brown sugar and onions and tomatoes. <laughs> boiled rutabagas. Oh my God! Yeah. Um, Let's see, what no, did they heard, call what did they call sweet potatoes? Uh, sweet, Swedes. That's right. Sweet. No, that's the rutabagas, oh. isn't it? Well, oh yeah, it is yeah. the rutabagas. Yeah. Okay. And Rod. Calvin is working on the Rutabaga Club meetings. As soon as things kind of clear up, I'm sure you'll I mean, just, he'll make the announcement. I mean, the membership is so overwhelming. Yeah, it's hard, just, yeah. just find a, trying to find a room big enough. Man. I know. So I need to be in there. <laughs> so you keep listening, okay? <laughs> but it's interesting on that sweet potato and yam because depending on who you talk to and from which region you're in it's uh they have different meanings or as jerry said the same meeting in some places and then the okay. and the nutrition the, yes, the, the yes. completely different it, oh how interesting i, 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 I heard to, that they were called the they're just nutrient rich and they were called that and i read about it one time they're called the empomia batata was it was latin and it's the most nutrient rich food in the world almost Oh yeah, I'm gonna But then, yeah, especially when you put that butter and brown sugar. And well, that's what you do. That I, I live Central, with that. Central Africa, they don't usually do that. Brown <laughs> sugar or uh, butter. Don't you boil know. them and eat them. No, you parboil them. <laughs> put them into cookies. Cut them into cookies. Real thick cookies. Parboil uh-huh. them. Drain them. Uh, put them on a cookie sheet. Just inundate them with brown sugar. Butter, there you little go. Nut, little nutmeg. Well, there was a there, there was a de- development 
I mean, yeah. people were eat uh, yams or sweet potatoes forever, but they they figured out uh, the researchers say what's happening to, and they it had evolved to be an easier to grow and uh, more attractive, but there was no nutrition in the the one, so they they spent a lot of time reconverting. <laughs> The plants wow. to get, to get some nutrition out of them. Yeah, I bet they uh-huh. did that for onions too. Thank you, Ron. Yes, sir. Thank you, gentlemen. You take care. Going back to the phone lines now at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Regina is on the line. Regina, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Thank you. Uh, it's a great day. Uh, I had a question about the feda, R-E-S-E-D-A, that I had bought from um, two little four-inch pots at Melberger maybe a couple of years ago. I I can't get that thing to grow as fast as I'd like. It has a just a, what what sold me on it was just its fragrance, and um, it it seems to only do that just a little while. And um, I threw it in with I think it's a red hot poker. It's it's in a it's in a huge maybe twenty inch pot with a with that bush. And so I'm wondering if I just did wrong by combining those two, and I might need to pull it out. So I guess I'm looking for some hacks to make that thing grow as as yeah, well what, as it could. I'm sorry. What plant was it? Reseda. R E S E D A. R E S E. I didn't catch it either. R E S E D A. Reseda. 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 No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at it online. Um. It's also known it's as mignonette, a genus of yes. fragrant herbaceous plants native to Europe, Southwest Asia, and North Africa, from the Canary yes. Islands. Herbaceous annual. Is it a tropical? Uh, well, Wikipedia doesn't. It's biennial and perennial species. Is uh, here. I'll show you a picture of it. Some say, he said both Europe and. Uh, it was. Yeah, um, I had asked at your competitor at Rainbow Gardens, and they they said it's uh, it's a it was an old fashioned thing that. Uh, you know that that we used to care that I guess uh, you know garden farmers used to have because of its fragrance. But hmm. um, I, I guess if you guys don't know a bunch hmm. about it and you're having to look it up just like I would, then you probably don't have any hacks about it. Um, yeah, maybe, does that look familiar? Maybe, now, is it Reseda? Let me see. Yeah, Minion. you see Minion Minionette Minionette. No. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, no, yes, I know. So all of that. You, you, you probably know more about it than we do. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Okay, okay. sorry. sorry. And, Thank but you. Let's, uh, let's put the word out if there's somebody out there in the audience that mm-hmm. knows. Quite often we get uh, folks that are real knowledgeable on, e- on every one of these topics, and maybe they can give us a call and, and tell yeah. us what's going on. Thank you, Regina, you. you take care. In fact, we'll, what we'll do now is we went a little long before the last break. We're, not, we're ready to take another break. If you're uh, familiar with this plant, call us now, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And we'll take another quick break on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer.
Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Playing uh, songs from James Bond movies with Craig. I can't blank it out on Craig's last name. All right. Anyway, 210. Al saw the movie, liked it. No time <laughs> to die. He gave it a, I think, a thumbs up. So he'll have to. Craig. I know. I'm <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got a special request yeah. for uh, uh, one of our favorite uh, listeners and callers, the lady that uh, we give so much hell about, uh, Horser. Daniel Craig. Duh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Thank goodness for board ops. Huh? Yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I, I, was, I was looking it up, too. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> I need for our... Herb, I uh, horse herb lady to call in to the show, Evelyn, Evelyn, uh, Evelyn yeah, and call in and get to the uh, board op. She call have to out. talk to us, thankful, and give her telephone number to him and he and full name, and he'll relay that to me. Okay, I've got a surprise gift for her. Uh oh, if I can ever find her house. Oh, okay. More horse herb? Uh, yeah, I've got a. I've developed a hybrid horse herb. Okay. Grows taller. Evelyn, if you're listening, call the show. No. And, <laughs> and she would be the first one out. in the neighborhood to have it. Okay. She's probably packing her stuff right now as they're trying to get a different address. She yeah. could probably send you an email too, if she has. I don't think she's in the email. Oh, I think she might have been. Uh, son is. Okay. So. <laughs> But anyway, I got something for her. Okay. Anyway, uh, This Week in the Garden by Calvin says, There's still a chance to kill Bermuda grass tops and roots with a contact herbicide for grassy weeds such as grass be gone or post. The grass must be actively growing to be controlled by the application. Follow label instructions. But uh, using one of those two things, grass be gone or post, P-O-A-S-T, uh, you got to apply it to green growing shoots. Uh, and so before Bermuda grass and all, all the grasses are, all go dormant, uh, you need to spray it now so it can be uptaken by the plant and kill it to the roots. Okay. Uh, that's a tip. All right. Now, hold on a sec. we got a call. Okay. 210-308-8867. And we have Ann on the line. Hi there, Ann. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Hi. Fine, thank you. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? I uh, would like to ask a couple of questions. The first about Duranta. I planted a couple of Duranta plants in pots, and they grow. Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, we lost you. You put them a couple in, in pots, and what happened? They really well, but they send up. Yeah, we're, we're losing you, Ann. Maybe <laughs> Let's do this. Can you hear me? No, we keep, you keep cutting out on us. Oh, okay. Right. I'm really sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try again. Redial, yeah. Or do you want to call back? Well, 
I'm driving, so it probably Uh-oh. won't work. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Okay. okay, well, pull over. So thanks anyway. No, oh, no. We'll call can... us tomorrow. Yeah, call we'll, us tomorrow. We'll pull over right. and call us, okay? All right. All right. Bye, Ann. Bye, Ann. All right, 210 That's too bad, because that Durant Durant yeah, I was wondering really doing well right now. So, Ann, call us tomorrow. Uh, we're on from noon to 2 as well, so you can call us. We'll put you right on. You think there'll be an open line, Milton? There might be. Might be? Yeah. Okay, yeah, we've added extra lines now. Mm-hmm. We had to do that for that Johnson City Joe thing. No, no. Uh, it's worked out. <laughs> and... Uh, after reading Calvin. Look at this, guys. Uh-oh. What? The, the dog in the... Oh, my the goodness. dog in the baby chair. That's a spoiled <laughs> pup. All right. So what were you saying? Uh, I was checking Neil Sperry's weekly uh, newsletter out. Mm-hmm. And he writes, If you intend to develop new garden or landscape beds next spring... And they currently have grass and weeds growing in them. Apply a glyphosate herbicide now. Now, Calvin, Calvin was mentioning mainly uh, Bermuda grass. Because those two things, grass be gone or post, uh, will uh, mainly control grasses, but not weeds. But uh, anyway, it won't contaminate the soil, the glyphosate herbicide. If you use, Neil usually says glyphosate only herbicide because they they got excited and started putting we other things in with glyphosate. But uh, anyway, Neil says uh, it won't contaminate the soil, but it must have warm conditions to till out kill out the unwanted vegetation. You'll be able to rototill within a couple of weeks so that you can start working up the soil well in advance of late winter planting. And so uh, if you've got that situation, he's right, because if you wait until it gets cooler and we get ready to plant for spring, the weeds are going to be probably dead or, or the tops are going to be dead, and the glyphosate will do no good. But then they'll revisit you next spring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your grassy weeds, the weeds that we're talking about. And you can't put a pre-emergent herbicide on it because you want your vegetable seed to grow. Or your flowers, whatever it is. Yeah. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And again, we've mentioned a a couple of things that are going on at the nursery. You can go to millburgernursery.com to to, uh, learn more about them. Josie is on the line at 210-308-8867. Lots of calls. Yeah. Hey there, Josie. What's going on? How can we help you? Okay, I was listening to how to kill Bermuda grass, and I made a mistake of planting some Bermuda grass a couple of years ago where all the grass uh, was in bad shape. And so anyway, I put it in, and I hate it, and so uh, I want to get rid of it. And this is what kills it amazingly, white vinegar and a little Dawn. It would be one gallon of white vinegar to about a half a cup of Dawn, which makes it stick. And I sprayed it on, and I swear overnight it turned brown. 
And then yeah. there's another weed that seems to be infesting everywhere, and I looked it up and I found, and it's called gecko green. You know about that weed? What is it called? It, lays, it, it likes to plant itself between the concrete uh, crack, you know, the uh, between concrete, you know, in the in the in the uh, spaces between. And I sprayed that plant. That plant sort of lays, likes to lay flat, but if it's growing where grass is tall, then it'll grow up. But it's um, very tiny, tiny leaves, and it sort of spreads out like a octopus. And, and I looked it up, and there's many species of it, but it was called gecko green. And I sprayed that, and within less than a few hours, or maybe let's say overnight, it totally killed that weed. No, it doesn't. So, doesn't that's totally. inexpensive. Pardon? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I guess I was going to disagree with you because the the vinegar treatment does not kill it. It just kills the top. It, it does not kill the roots. And, in fact, you will have the have the plant uh, revisit in, in the spring uh, at best, sometimes even before the fall is over. Yeah. So, I mean, vinegar is a, is a good short-term treatment and does top kill, but it, it does not do, does not kill the roots. Especially a Bermuda grass. Oh, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Now, the, tell me about your Bermuda grass. Is it in full sun or shade? Full sun. Good. Did and you have wherever I sprayed, I'm sorry, go ahead. Did you have St. Augustine there before you planted the Bermuda? Yes, and and then I don't know why, but some kind of a grass. It was infested with. It looked like grass, but the grass grew in a cluster and spread out like a fan. And it just there was so much of it that it was impossible to just kill that and uh, not kill the grass. So I had to kill it all. And then it was suggested to me to put in Bermuda. So I bought the seeds from Millburgers, put it in, and, and it, you know, it never really looked beautiful or thickened. It was just always real spacey-looking. So I thought, well, and then I found out that I'm supposed to be allergic to Bermuda. <laughs> so I said, I'm, I'm going to kill it all. And as I look at it right now, it's all brown. And wherever it's it's still a little green, I'll you know if I go shoot it again, it'll be brown. So I don't think it's going to grow back if it's all yes, brown. Yes, it is. Yes, it you is. You think? Uh, no. You well, do. I mean, lots and lots of of tests and uh, trials with it, and it always has grown back. So. <laughs> But it'll grow well, back to concrete. What were you suggesting? What were you suggesting? Well, the the you know the the easiest thing to use are either glyphosate or uh, or one of the, or the grass uh, specific contact herbicides for grasses, like grass be gone or post post. Grass be gone. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I tried something else. I bought, I'm going to kill this no matter what. So I bought some Roundup. Roundup 
did not hardly do anything. I don't think the Roundup they make today is anything like it used to be. I mean, it would kill anything. And now, and I tried different uh, products uh, of different brands, and I would say they, they did not do the job. You know why that is? <clears throat> no. Can't. Can't explain it because it uh, yeah seems uh, to work. The only reason, only way Roundup will not work is if you spray it on a plant that's not actively growing. It take it takes the it takes the chemical up through the foliage. So if you have no foliage or no actively growing foliage to take it up, uh, it won't work. So, uh, I'm telling you, this grass was green as it could be. I went out there first and used the Roundup, the Roundup that they sell today. I is not what it used to be, and no. it did not do anything. So I went out there a couple of days later and did it again, and I said, "This is ridiculous. This isn't really working." So I went and got the vinegar. <laughs> anyway, I will see what happens. Yeah. I, once I kill all of it, what can I put in there to replace, you know, I mean, it's, it's so expensive now to buy uh, St. Augustine, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's like triple what it used to cost, I think, I've been told. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, you could, uh, that's about your only choices. Or you could mm-hmm. use Zorza, which are, is, I, however, last time I looked at prices of Zorza, it was pretty close to uh, St. Mm-hmm. Augustine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very comparable. But uh, you, if you want to come over to Millburgers, uh, they've got the different kinds of grasses planted outside the fence. Yeah, so yeah. you can see them. You can see them. Zorza uh, has to be planted by seed, right? No. No? Sod. Sod? Zyosa? The shrub? No, zoysia, she means, I think. Oh, zoysia. How do you zoysia, say it? Zoysia, yes, it's by, it's by sod, yeah. Yeah, it's all by sod. St. Augustine's and... and mm-hmm. St. Augustine's and hybrid Bermudas uh, all have to be planted by vegetative technique, and that's using sod. Right. Okay. Well, All right. I, I don't know what to do next. But anyway, thank yeah. you for your help. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All, All right. right. We're about to wrap up for today, and poor Trace is coming over to... We'll let him get <laughs> the last wrap one. Up. Quick wrap up. All right. That's it. We're now. All right, Trace. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, we saw somebody buying a red maroon blue bonnet a while ago. Yeah. Uh, you did good, we, Trace. We sold a couple. You didn't get any of that burnt orange stuff, did you? I got some crissandas. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap it up for today. Sorry, Trevor. We'll visit with you tomorrow and find out all the stuff that's going on. Uh, don't forget, uh, next David's next presentation, plus uh, the screenings and mammograms will be uh, next uh, Saturday here at Mill Burgers. Uh, you can go to millburgernursery.com to find out more about that. See you tomorrow. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.